0: Hi, I'm Dr. Barbara Byers. Thanks for joining me again. Today I'm going to be talking about developing character, specifically developing the character of Christ within. And that's when he becomes more and more apparent within us and more deeply rooted within us, and we express more of his true nature, more wisdom, more love, more of all that he is. You know, I I think there is some understanding that the Lord has for us today concerning this. We are changed when we yield to Him, not when we strive. We become more mature spiritually, but also we become more healthy emotionally. Those two go hand in hand. So what is character? Well, it's not just charm or personality. It's really our dispositions, our deep attitudes, and uh, our inclination, our temperaments. These are deeply rooted qualities within us. These are tendencies towards settled moods and inner attitudes that really direct our thinking, direct our emotions, direct our responses to things. For instance... We can be a bitter person, or we can be full of forgiveness and um, love and joy. We can be a lustful person, or we can be a self-control person, and so on. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about character. Our tendencies, our patterns, have developed over many years. They get etched within us, and often without us even realizing what has become our tendencies. They may be really natural to us, but God wants uh, to reorder our disordered tendencies. And He knows just how to expose those, and He knows just how to get to the deep places within us to transform us. And the good news is we don't have to despair about it. We can be filled with hope because we have the Holy Spirit Uh, within us who is working to transform us and so when we see something dark within us that needs to be changed or just unformed we can be very hopeful that his grace will abound and the holy spirit will help us to renew our mind he'll help us to recognize what's amiss he'll help us to develop new habits and new responses new character virtues So the Webster Dictionary traces the word character back to the Greek word charosene. I'm not sure quite how you say that. But it means to sharpen, to cut into furrows, or to engrave. So our character is really what has been engraved or chiseled or cut into us over time. It begins when we're very young. Developing godly character isn't something that just happens. It takes effort, and it takes patience, and it takes time. And we're the ones who get to decide if we're going to move from enslavement into freedom. And it takes our moral effort uh, combined with His grace as we collaborate with Him and we make choice after choice after choice. We keep saying yes to Him, and He pours in everything we need to obey Him. So if we look at scripture, we see a lot of uh, character qualities, wisdom and uh, truthfulness and uh, understanding, and, and particularly if you look in the uh, fifth chapter of Galatians, there is a list not only of the ungodly passions, but also of the godly, which is the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And I think I got all, covered all those, but that's Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And the Holy Spirit is always drawing us to these. He's always drawing us to these character qualities. And they begin to take shape within us. As little by little, we build on them and we keep choosing. We choose love when frustration wants to have its way with us. We choose to be in self-control when we would prefer to just let our anger go. And every time we, we yield, we build a little more, and then we build a little more, and we build a little more, and we're maturing in this. So how, how do we really do it? How do we really accomplish it? And I think we have to understand that if we're gonna overcome our natural tendencies, there's a death that the Lord calls us to. So uh, Romans 6, Paul writes about being baptized into Christ's death, buried with him in order to walk in a new way. So we're crucified with him. Uh, The body of the old self is done away with. And what that means is it's literally rendered powerless. Each time we render it powerless uh, by choice, we, we uh, die to that, to the old way and to the old thing. And so to understand and practice this death to self is really critical to continuing on in maturity. We die to the old dispositions, we die to our old ways, and we put on the new. So Paul also talks about that in Colossians 3. He says, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Put to death, therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature, and put on the new self. So we see it's a taking off of one thing. It's a putting on of another. It's an exchange. One goes to death and one comes to life. Uh, we, we Because we have the life of Christ within us, we now have the capacity to collaborate with the Holy Spirit and put his life on us, put his character on us in order to walk in this new way. So this is a death By exchange, one is rendered powerless and the other is given power and given place. And the willingness to die to our old passions really opens the door for the Lord to come and establish the new in us. For instance, uh, James talks about how we respond to pressure and stress and things like that. And he says that if we will Uh, remain in joy during those times that we're going to develop what he calls steadfastness. That's mature character, and that's proven character. It's that deep grounding within us of the nature of Jesus. Um, If we're tempted to jealousy, what are we going to do? We're either going to yield to it or we're going to die to it. And if we die to that, we exchange it for the new, which is when we rejoice in good things that we see in others that we wish we had. If we're impatient, we can die to that by choosing not to harm another or ourself with our impatience and instead saying, Lord Jesus, come and fill me with your patience. If we're gossips, we can say no to that and say, Lord, I want to rejoice with the truth with other people. I want to love them in that way. If we're pessimistic, rather pessimistic or cynical by disposition, we can take that off and we can learn to have great hope and watch our words and express hopeful and good and noble things. So as we continue to do these things, choice by choice by choice, character gets etched within us. Roy Hessian in the Calvary Road wrote, dying to self is not a thing we do once for all. It will be a constant dying. For only so can the Lord Jesus be revealed constantly through us. All day long, the choice will be made before us in a thousand ways so that there is yet a deeper channel for us in the life of Christ. Every time we choose, it etches a deeper fur, a deeper channel in us for his life to flow. So God isn't repairing our old self. He is not in the business of of just self-help. What he's doing is he is saying, I'm inviting you to die to the old ways and I want it replaced by my life. That's quite an exchange and it's always for us a choice to be free. Will I stay enslaved where sometimes it's very comfortable with my old attitudes? Or will I really be free and will I really express the Lord? And it's not gonna happen because we strive. We do have to make effort, but we don't strive. It happens in our yielding, in our saying yes to Him. Sometimes, you know, we can be in a place where we're just confused or we're worried or something like that is going on, and we just feel ourselves caught and we begin this downward spiral in our soul. And what God has called us to is always upward. But um, often that downward spiral is pulling us back into some old pain. It's speaking old lies to us. And, and it pulls us back into old beliefs and patterns and dispositions. Well, how are we going to defeat that? We're going to defeat it when we exchange it. When we recognize, I'm feeling powerless. I'm feeling hopeless. This is so negative. I'm worried. And so I choose to stop that thing, to put it in check, to set it, in, to set it aside, and instead focus on the Lord, shift to the Lord, look upward, look outward, look to other good things and to exchange the old for the new. And by doing this, what we're doing is we're continually retraining our will to refocus on the Lord, to re-engage the Lord, to re-engage the good things. And we can ask him, Lord, help me recognize my old patterns. I'm not even aware sometimes I'm caught up in, in something. Help me to aware when that Beware aware when that downward spiral starts so that I can stop and realize where I am and choose to look up to you. We really have the power of the cross and the power of the resurrection to help us recognize what's happening and have the power to make a different choice. We, we don't live trying to fix our soul. We live in the reality of the indwelling Spirit of God we're not focused on the self. We're not focused on the soul. We're focused on his empowering presence within us, and we abide with him. So character qualities have taken quite a while to develop in us, and they're going to take a while to reform. So it's going to take some real patience on our part as we keep this pattern of exchange going. And what really will help us in the process and speed the process up is when the brings conviction to our conscience that we really don't resist that that we really receive that we let the light of the Lord in wherever he's shining and we respond with yes Lord I agree that's true and now I'm repenting we grant him access to heal any old wounds in our heart and uproot any lies associated with those wounds And then with great intention, with great deliberateness, we take hold of his living scriptures, his living word, and invite the Holy Spirit to ingrace us, to to walk and to choose this new way. And part of this is we have to be willing to let him expose any dark things in us, any dark ways in us, to put his finger on that and bring all things into his light Often behind a dark disposition, there are hidden lies, you know, behind jealousy and anger and hopelessness. There are hidden lies that also have to be exposed. We have to repent of those. We have to renounce those so that we can walk in a new way and those things aren't lurking ready to to take over our thoughts and our emotions and direct our behaviors. Uh, We renounce those. We ask the Lord to implant the truth within us. And then we move forward and act on what he's showing us. And as we step forward with a steady faith, we can be very, very confident that he is there to meet us. He, he will um, give us what we need to form these new ways. As we keep choosing, we keep seeing change. And let me just say, it's important that we don't wait for emotions to spur us on. This isn't because of... Um, of emotion. This is because we are retraining our will to choose time and time again and our faith to believe that he will meet us and that our dispositions really will be transformed so that we'll look like Jesus. Thanks for joining me and please join me again next time.